0: from BA. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 14th of December, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Some parts of the country are experiencing very high temperatures. On Thursday the 7th, the Department of Climate Change and Meteorological Services said the dry spell is hitting most parts of the southern and central regions. The dryness is moderate in most places, but others are experiencing adverse weather conditions, especially along the Chile Valley. The department said the dry spell would persist until Tuesday the 12th. On Thursday the 14th, the department released yet another statement saying some parts of the southern region would receive heavy rains accompanied by strong winds. Prior to the department's announcement, some districts had already started reporting rain-induced damage. On Wednesday the 13th, local media said that heavy rains and strong winds had wrecked parts of Nkwangwa Community Day Secondary School in Cholo District. Houses in surrounding areas were damaged too. The weather is crucial since December marks the beginning of the farming season. However, the rains have been sporadic, causing most to fear possible hunger next year due to poor harvest. Still on agriculture, tobacco is Malawi's biggest cash crop. The government wants to export groundnuts, but the Muapata Institute said Malawian groundnuts contain high levels of toxins, which makes them unsaleable on international markets. The Institute said these toxins are caused by a fungus called aflatoxin, which grows in humid climates so it can be found in Malawi. When consumed in large amounts, aflatoxins can cause liver damage. During a research seminar held on Friday the 8th, Limbikani Matumbo, a professor at the Lilongwe University of Agriculture and Natural Resources, said there is a lot of information on the prevention of aflatoxins, but Malawi hasn't raised awareness of these preventive measures. Ronald Ngwira, the managing director of Pixis Agriculture, said there are aflatoxin-safe grains on local markets. On the flip side, fish farming is doing quite well. The Mbelwa District Council is implementing a fish pond rehabilitation initiative pegged at 40 million kuwacha, about $24,000. Andrew Saokani, the Mazimba District Fisheries Officer, said the rehabilitation works involve expanding ponds and improving their draining systems, among others, to improve their functionality and enhance fish production. The works should benefit 30 fish farmers from five villages in Mazimba South. Dan Mhone, a beneficiary of the project, Told local media that he will now be able to raise 3,000 fish in his fish pond and make a huge profit. The World Bank has stepped in to provide the government with budgetary support following the Malawi government's commitments to address macroeconomic imbalances and unsustainable debt, among others. This support, quote, will help the country enhance its fiscal sustainability, stimulate private sector-led growth and increase reliance to shocks, To demonstrate its support, on Tuesday the 12th, the Board of Executive Directors of the World Bank approved a $137 million package. It consists of an immediate release of $80 million to support Malawi's structural reform agenda. With the money, Malawi will be able to modernize the Affordable Inputs Programme supporting farmers. The World Bank will render its support for three years through a continued engagement with the government. International support is not always appreciated. Some social media users said that it creates dependency on donors and aid. For instance, on Tuesday the 12th, Malawi refused to vote in favor of a resolution regarding a ceasefire in Gaza at the United Nations General Assembly. The neutrality might stem from the $60 million aid that the country received from Israel a few weeks ago. Furthermore, Malawi has a deal with Israel to send 5,000 youths to work on Israeli farms. The Ministry of Labour sent 200 Malawian youths to Israel on Wednesday the 13th. However, locals are demanding that the government hold the deal. An international company, Bob Echo, revealed its plan to provide electric vehicles to Malawi. Over 50,000 drivers, especially women and youngsters, will benefit from the deal. Abid Mia, the water minister, and Peter Somers, the group chief executive at Bob Echo Group, made the announcement in Dubai during the COP28 conference, which spurred debates on social media as it went against the president's austerity measure that banned government officials' foreign travel. Somers said Bobeco will drive sustainable transportation solutions in Malawi by providing electric motorcycles, on a rental fee that includes the motorbike, its registrations, insurance and medical insurance for the driver, among others. In our last episode, we mentioned that employees of the Electricity Supply Corporation of Malawi, or ESCOM, took to Blantyre City to protest against a 10% salary increment. They thought it was too little compared to the devalued kwacha, which reached 44%. The next day, on Friday the 8th, ESCOM suspended some of those employees. For instance, the corporation suspended William Nyamula, the secretary of the ESCOM staff union, for organizing and staging the protests. Kamkwamba Kumwenda, the ESCOM's CEO, considered Nyamula's actions as neglect of his duty, as a leader because the protesters used ESCOM vehicles and other resources without permission in their demonstrations. Letters circulating on social media indicate that ESCOM suspended other protesters pending an investigation. According to statistics by the Center for Social Concern, the 44% evaluation of the Kuacha increased the average cost of living by approximately 9% in urban and peri-urban areas. The was ranked the most expensive city in Malawi with a cost of living of over 500,000 kwacha, or nearly $300, from 460,000 kwacha, or $270 in October. Prices of commodities like fuel impacted the cost of living. Last weekend, there were rumors that Malawi Energy Regulatory Authority, or MERA, was planning to hike fuel prices again. This led to minor panic buying in some fuel stations. However, on Sunday the 10th, Meira dismissed the rumours through a short statement. They said the fuel process has not changed and urged the public to ignore fake reports. They also asked the public to report any stations selling fuel for more than the maximum retail prices of 2,530 kwacha or a and fifty cents for petrol, and 2,730 kwacha or a and sixty cents for diesel. In trending news, some locals in Dedza killed over 300 snakes. Local news outlet Zodiac said some locals saw two snakes crawling into a quote hideout unquote or a little hole. They followed the two snakes, only to find many more serpents cradled up in a huge lair. It is unclear how the locals managed to kill all the snakes, but an image circulating on social media suggests that the two people killed the serpents outside of the lair. There are some rocks and stones on the spot where the dead snakes were photographed. In one of our September episodes, we talked about the murder of a local, Agnes Katengeza. Katengeza was first reported missing, but was found nearly two days later, dismembered in the boot of her car. On Thursday, the 14th, the police shared their findings, and they are even more disturbing. Hastings Chigalu, the Lilongwe police spokesperson, said they arrested 27 year old Amos Katengeza, the victim's stepbrother. Amos was found with Katengeza's belongings that were stolen during her murder, such as her laptop and iPad. Chigalu also said they traced Katengeza's missing phone to a phone vendor in Blantyre Market. When queried, he said Amos had sold it and other gadgets belonging to Katengeza to him. The police now consider Amos a top suspect in his sister's murder. And to wrap up this edition, sports news, the Malawi Cricket National Team is in South Africa for the Africa Cricket Association, or ACA Cup Finals. The finals started on Tuesday the 12th and will go on until Tuesday the 19th. The team qualified for the finals after beating Botswana and finishing as runners-up in May. And that's it for this week. So, here's to a bit of holiday spirit. We wanted to thank you for listening, learning, thinking, and for joining us on this new thing called Rorschach we are all doing together. Really, thank you. Pitani, we know.